The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome to another episode of retro pop you're on for bi-weekly pop culture right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com my name is matt johnson one of your hosts and alongside with me um he is the he is the gene gray to my scott summers <laughs> johnny townsend johnny Thank you. Hi, hey <laughs> Hey, hey, that's right. What's Matt up? and I are married. <laughs> and uh, nobody noticed to me until just now, but surprise. Hey, hey, I, I honestly, I'm doing pretty good for myself. That's the case. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, Matt, you and I both, uh, you know, Cyclops, for whatever reason, of the X Men is a very divisive figure. I found either you, I know people who really hate him. And then I know people like me and you who think he's the best. Yeah. Yeah. There's no in between. There's no like, "Ah, I kind of like Cyclops. It's no, either he's really cool or, Hey, that man is a douchebag. And why, why, why am I just stop that? That's usually that's verbatim. That's, that's the typical reaction to a, uh, uh, to, to Cyclops, unfortunately. So, so, you know, we came up with this idea, you know, it's a big month for movies as far as Marvel goes. And, um, you know, we're going to do this, this comic book themed month. And we wanted to give a little love to one of our favorite, uh, you know, X-Men characters. I know this is something that me and Johnny have bonded over because I don't know too many other people who like Cyclops at all. Um, but uh, but but yeah, so so we wanted to give him a little love, give him a little credit. You know, what I mean, I'm tired of the Wolverines. All right. Just yeah. just stop. You know, can we have an X-Men movie without Wolverine? And we did. But it was at the very, very end when the franchise is pretty much bought by Marvel. But um, but I want to show some of the Cyclops, my one of my very first, uh, you know, favorites, a character who I've had many, many toys of and. And this and that, but um, but yeah, we're gonna give we're gonna give good old Scott Summers a little little love, little love today. So, uh, without further ado, let's head into our personal history with Cyclops. Energy blast, huh? Here's one from a pro. All right, I think um, I mean I, I know you're a little bit older than I am, but my first. My, a lot of people my age, their first impressions of Cyclops came from the wonderful X-Men animated series that debuted in 1992, uh, starring the world. You know, it had the world famous, uh, you know, art styling costumes 
from Mr. Jim Lee, who really brought new life into the X-Men franchise. And it was just so cool. Cyclops was, I mean, one, he had my favorite colors on blue and yellow is a, is a color combination that's still with me through the test of time with some red, with a little, just a little teeny tiny red Um, with some red. It was, it was honestly, it's uh, the colors. uh, They go nicely off of each other, so to speak. So, um, so, and I've always, I always just always took to, I don't know what it was. It was his demeanor. um, the, The fact that he was a leader, and not everybody, he didn't actually, you know, he didn't necessarily make popular uh, decisions and stuff. But um, I, I, I don't I really don't know what gravitated me toward like what gravitated me towards. I, I always thought he was cool, though. I mean, how cool would it be? I mean, OK, it's technically not cool in the comic books because he can't control his powers, but you can just shoot laser beams out of your eyes. Yeah, they can blow up mountains. Right. Yeah. Like, how sweet is that? Um, so, you know, all throughout, like I got really excited in the first X-Men movie when, when there was Cyclops, I actually thought he looked pretty cool in that too. I liked that. Um, I, I definitely liked that. Not, not the way that, that they used him, but that apparent style that, um, again, that demeanor of Cyclops I was like, wow, okay, this is neat. And then they didn't use him at all for the next, like all the movies. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> they pretty much, pretty much they they pretty much buried him. So yeah, even in storylines where he in the comics is quite uh, a major part of. Right, right, yeah. The movie thing bothered me the most. The movie yes. thing let's, bothered let's, me the most. Let's save that because I literally have in my digi knows a thing that says let's talk about X Men Three. So. Okay, all right. I will I will save that part. But yeah. But again, you know, any chance that I've gotten, I, I I've had so many Cyclops toys over the years. If I see a comic book with him on the cover, I grab it. I don't care what it is. Um, I will pick that story up. And um, oh man, there's just there's so much that goes into it. I think I like him because other people don't like him. I, I seem to be one of those contrarian people where if. Uh, you know, if, if everybody likes somebody, I don't like them. But if everybody doesn't like them, I like I, I don't know why I'm like that. But but yeah. you, you don't see Cyclops at the top of a lot of people's like favorite superhero lists. You, you really don't. X-Men list, maybe. But superheroes overall, you don't. He's considered such a uh, a low end character, I guess, in, in the eyes of many. You know what I mean? Even like in this day and age of comic books where, you know, all the character, all these characters are united. Right. There's like Avengers esque comic storylines like every month and you never see him. He is never representing mutants. He's never representing X-Men. He'll make a cameo, a small time cameo appearance. But um, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, I've, I've had a fun, fun run of fandom. The video games, man, have been really, really cool, uh, you know, as yeah. far as being a Cyclops fan as well. X-Men Genesis, X-Men uh, to the Clone Wars. And uh, not to be confused with the attack of the clones from star Wars and, but that's a crossover. I'd see. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> all day, <laughs> all day, even into like the Marvel ultimate Alliance games. Uh, they did. They did the Jim Lee X men for Cyclops as one of his alternate costumes. And I never took him out of my party. Never. I mean, what would you? Yeah. How could you not? Or how could you? Right, right. So, um, so yeah, Cyclops, uh, number one in my heart. Him and Venom are my like one A, one B. But uh, yeah, love, love, love Cyclops. Um, I actually years ago I had a friend make me. I was willing to pay him for it. He did a lot of cool little things for superhero culture. He did, like he makes like uh, like low end like movie props and stuff. He made me a Cyclops visor. 
Oh, where, that's cool. Where if you push the button, the eyes light up. Oh, that's awesome. I definitely want to hit him up to make another one because it did end up breaking, but I cherish this thing. It was so cool to be able to walk around and, and just be like, yeah, this is, uh, that's my dude. So yeah, that's um, cool. Oh yeah. I, I, I loved it. I, I, I'll have to show you a picture of it sometime. Yeah. I want to see it was, yeah, it's been broken for a few years, but yeah, it was really, really cool. So, um, Johnny, Johnny, what, uh, what, what are your memories of Cyclops, your early impressions and what does this character mean to you? Uh, I, I can't remember if it was the cartoon or the animated show or the comic that I saw first, uh, cause they were really close together that I've read either read. I think it was the cartoon first and I was just automatically like, well, this dude can blow like his, like he's, you know, he can like blow stuff up with his eyes. That just sounds cool. Like yeah. it just sounds like a cool power. And I thought he had the coolest power of all the X-Men and that's saying something cause they have some pretty sweet powers and, uh, that gravitated me toward him. And then I think it's just, you know, we, <laughs> As we gravitate more and more towards, by way, I mean, society gravitates more and more towards the anti-hero being everybody's favorite, a.k.a. Wolverine or, or you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, whoever you want to use there. And I understand <laughs> that. Like, like, I get that. For whatever reason, I will miss those characters who kind of stand up for, uh, you know, virtue and, and uh, you know, just doing what's right, that type of thing, who, you know, who... Uh, they're like i can tell what their morals are right. right from the beginning you know and that's how cyclops was when i first quote unquote met him or found out about him you know that's why i always uh that's why i'm always a superman apologist i get why people don't like superman you know he's because he got he has every power under the sun i get that like that can get really boring but i like how he represents himself same with uh, captain america right and the same yeah. with cyclops you know that's how cyclops is and he was my favorite from the get-go. And I'm kind of like you. Wolverine, I can look at Wolverine and be like, I understand why people like him, right? Like, I get it. Like, the dude has cool powers, and he's got freaking claws that come out of his hands, right? That's that's cool. I'm not going to tell you that's not cool. That is cool. But, you know, as with anything, when somebody's overly popular and they start uh, just pushing that character and everything, I mean, it's happened with, I mean, it happens with any character. I mean, look at Deadpool. You know, for crying oh out loud, God! You know, can't even uh, go to a Halloween party without three people dressing up as him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I like Deadpool. Right, I do of, too. But for the love of everything, you know, cool off. You know, cool. <laughs> Step back a little bit. <laughs> Let's chill uh, out. Yeah, uh, but that's what Wolverine. Wolverine was for a long time. He was literally in everything. Like everything Marvel did, you had to have Wolverine there because they knew that would sell books. You know, and I get it. I get it. But I'm like you, where if it's constantly shoved into my face. I, I I'll get to where I'm like, I get why he's cool, but you know, uh, I want to know more about this other character instead. Correct. And that's how I was. And Cyclops became my favorite. And in the Marvel universe, he's definitely in my top five easily, easily top three, probably. Yeah. I'm being honest. And, uh, you know, he's up there with rocket raccoon for me. And if you know me, you know how much I love rocket. Uh, but that's, and that's saying something. So, I even have the memory map of when the action figures came out in the stores. Every time my parents went to Walmart and I was with them, uh, I would rush to the toy aisle and I would look desperately for that Cyclops figure. And for 
like ever, I would never find him. He was so hard to find down here. I don't know about up there, but I just couldn't find him. He, plenty yeah. of Wolverines, plenty of storms, plenty of the other ones. I was like, man, why? I really want him. And then I re- literally remember the day. I remember the Walmart even that I found him. And thankfully, you know, thankfully my parents were like, okay. Cause they knew how much I really wanted that. Yeah. They were, they were kind enough to get it for me. And, uh, Let's just say he and the Ninja Turtles had a lot of great adventures together. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Cyclops was always leading the team when I had Toy Wars. Uh, yeah. those, those were the days. Yeah. So uh, I've had my love of Cyclops for a long time. Um, you know, he's had some pretty great, if you don't go by the movies, if you go by the comics, <laughs> he's had some pretty great, uh, you know, and important historical moments in the comics. Of things he's done, he's been involved with the Phoenix Saga for just, I mean, just for one. That's such yeah. a major event that he was a, a major part of. And, uh, you know, even down to, I pretty much stopped getting comments because they were just getting too expensive. And I just couldn't afford getting them all the time because, uh, you know, my job wasn't near as good as it used to be. And I wasn't getting paid as much. So I had to drop something. And it sadly was comic books. But I, the last comic book uh, storyline that I read, was when I can't remember what it was called, Matt. Maybe you can refresh my memory here. Was when uh, the Phoenix Force, like the other X Men, got the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Cyclops kind of became a bad guy. I, that, that was one of the ones I was going to. I know we were talking about. Uh, I know we were talking about maybe you know discussing our favorite storylines. But yes, that is that because it gave him like a like a fresh like look. Like this was the yeah. to, in my eyes. The, this yeah, the Avengers versus X Men storyline that came out. Jeez, I bought that comic for 20 bucks, the entire collection. Uh, we have a store up here called Ollie's that sold. I don't know yeah, if you guys have, have that down there. Yeah, we have those. Okay. They sold uh, the complete collection in a hardcover. And, but, that, but, but for me, that was like the equivalent of Hulk Hogan turning heel, like, yeah. be, like joining the New World Order yes, and stuff in 96. Here. I was like, this is fresh. Like, okay. It was a great storyline, and it gave him like uh, you know here this entire the entire lifetime, and I don't mean to steal your thunder, but um, the entire lifetime of Cyclops, he's always fighting Magneto, and now he's kind of become like Magneto, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of weird. I was reading when I was doing research for this happily, by the way, uh, that it was kind of strange in that mentally or how, what they stood for, Cyclops and Wolverine kind of traded places. As in Wolverine became more of the Boy Scoutish type thing, always doing what was right no matter what. Yeah, uh, and Cyclops kind of became the you know let's get this done no matter what the cost or what we had to do type person, and you know that was for a guy who you know I love Cyclops. That was a I actually liked the costume designs and stuff that they changed. I thought they looked really sweet with the Phoenix Saga stuff, but uh, you know it still made me sad because I like Cyclops. And you know spoiler alert, he kind of dies. Uh, but then, uh, one of the first, uh, they brought him back as young Cyclops and I was on board again. I was like, all right. Cause you know, and apparently that Cyclops, even though I don't know, cause I've read it, but from my research is doing pretty sweet. So thankfully, uh, yeah. but I also do believe that they've made choices with this character that I think a lot of people will read and be like, man, uh, that, that wasn't cool. Like he's done some pretty awful stuff as he's gotten older like uh you know he would he cheated on his wife many a time he, yeah yeah you know, like he's uh you know he has a kid uh that he wasn't the best dad of you know that type of thing 
and which is really weird to me considering when you meet cyclops and you learn about his early life you would think like he would be the complete opposite right like he's very stoic he's very much about what's right and i think that's one of the things that i struggled with but then i realized that i'm not excusing that stuff for this fake character but uh you know (laughs) that it kind of makes him more uh, more human in a way because he's not perfect at all he's very fallible and uh but he's always been my favorite man i think it's let's let's talk about some of our favorite storylines yes sir live and cyclops right here uh, i mean the phoenix saga of course is a big one uh I, that's still to this day one of my favorite uh my favorite episodes of the cartoon is those great episodes they they that was the the strength of the uh the x-men animated series that they actually like they did a really good job of bringing those to life. They didn't really twist too much. You know what I mean? They didn't twist anything to sell an episode or sell a TV show. They did everything spot on to the, to the yeah. comic book. Much better than the movies ever did. Yes. Yes. And they did it in like 20 minute spurts. <laughs> uh, yeah. I agree with you completely there. And the, you know, they, I mean, and they, and they were throwing in a lot of stuff. I mean, you got to meet his dad, you know, uh, and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, Corsair, the Star Jammers. Yep. Yeah. So they added in a lot of characters there. Just, and if you're a little kid, you're like, I don't know who these people are. But, <laughs> but if you're a comic lover, that's that's some awesome stuff there to be throwing in there, and a lot of great characters. So, uh, but yeah, so that's one of my favorite storylines for him. Uh, you mentioned the Avengers versus X Men. Yes, sir. I really enjoyed those two. Uh, I'm very jealous that you have that book. <laughs> Because it's, I I had the main run of the comic, uh, but I had like eat my issue, and I don't think I, ha- I have to go back. It makes me want to go back and see if I still got them. I may have, I may still have them, but uh, I was reading those things cover to cover and getting the side books off of there, right? Because I just found them very interesting, uh, for sure. So that would have to be up there for me uh, as a Cyclops story. And also, man, I had these. I had this, uh, I don't know where I did with it. I know I still have it, but it's really thick and it's in black and white. There's no color in it, but it's like um, some of the older X-Men stories. Oh, the original like ones? A, yeah. It's like an omnibus, whatever. I never feel like I say that word right. You know, big <laughs> that was good. It was right. It was very good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a big collection of some of the original older X-Men storylines. And, you know, it's got Cyclops in like his pretty much one of his first costumes that type of stuff and they're taking on characters like arcade and that stuff such you know villains like that and i just really love it man uh it's just so fun and the other storyline that i really like is just this like you meet this mr sinister right yes and he is like just this pure evil like he just he's evil he's creepy he's all get out and he's just obsessed with the you know summers the summers he's just obsessed with them and ironically uh you know that his only his only downfall is the summers so uh oh they're wrecking him at every chance they get he's got him he's got him and then he just he he like every classic villain he's never has the upper hand never ever yeah and the other thing that i really remember cyclops from is uh you know capcom put out this game called x-men versus street fighter Mm-mm-mm. and that game to this day still holds up even graphically because that thing's a stunner it's beautiful to look at the first 
two are the third one they changed the graphics and that not on board for it but uh <laughs> cyclops is freaking awesome in there you can literally fill up the whole screen with his optic blast at one point so yeah i think there was a big issue back in the day that they made him a little a little too op which i'm like i have no problem with now <laughs> that's cool with me yeah Not right right I, yes there's there's not enough op for him anymore yeah. he's just p he just just, he's just p that's how they treat him what about you matt what are some of your favorite cyclops stories um you know all the all the previous mentioned ones the on again off again rivalry rivalry with uh you know with sinister was was such a huge aspect and it gave i think cyclops uh, and the whole summers you know to team a little uh just a lot of uh a little bit of depth, a little something to gravitate towards. He, you know, I mean, he's always the leader of the X Men, and he did X Men like things, you know, battling the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. But he never had like that one off villain that you can like that you connect him to, right? Like Wolverine had Sabretooth yeah, uh, and, and stuff. But Cyclops never had like that one on one villain that you know really defined his career. And and, and Sinister was that villain uh, for them. But uh, if if I remember correctly, there was actually the uh, the House of M storyline. Cyclops was actually a pretty big part of, which I was really happy to see. House of M came out like 10, uh, 10 or so years ago, maybe a little bit, maybe give or take a couple years. But um, but he became an important aspect uh, of that eventually. Once the hero started to realize that their world had been, uh, you know, flipped upside down, the reality, so to speak, it was all over the place. Uh, and they convinced Cyclops. Cyclops did a very important job of of convincing Emma Frost, and 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 obviously that that turned the tide of 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 this this you know the House of M storyline. Uh, he has a lot of uh, a couple team up books with his brother Havoc, which I absolutely adore. Havoc is yeah. another character who I think it's uh, gets gets. It gets a little underrated at times. I, I am a big Havoc fan as well. Havoc is probably a top 10 Marvel character for me just because of the, his relationship with yeah. uh, with Cyclops. Um, you know, they've had a few battles in the past, but there was, there was a team-up book back in the 90s, uh, early 90s, a little, a, a little mini storyline there, and I believe it had to do with Mr. Sinister as well. Um, and Cyclops I, himself has had a couple uh, single comics. Yes, he certainly yeah. has. Um, he has had a couple single runs. Him and Gene Gray had had a had a uh, a team up run, uh, and then you know he actually like in Secret War. I liked him in Secret Wars, uh, the original Secret Wars. I liked him a bunch. He was in the uh, original Infinity. Oh, it was not Infinity War, but Infinity Gauntlet, and uh, he got he got done dirty. They they kind of <laughs> they didn't really utilize him whole much, and Thanos killed him by putting a box over his head. Um, so he couldn't breathe, but he was, I will give Cyclops credit. He was one of the last heroes to fall before the, uh, before the Adam Warlock and company brought him back to life. So he did last a long time. So I will give him credit for that. It was just, you know what I mean? His usage in those big comic books and the big storylines always, always, always bothered me. And, um, but again, any chance I can get to see him in in action, just kind of shine a little bit on his own. Then I was. I was all for. I was all. And plus, for. Wolverine is just so whiny, you know. Gene, <laughs> there it is, there it oh, is. Gene, <laughs> and that's. I think that's the other reason why Wolverine always bothered me. Like people loved him, but he, like he, she was literally married to Cyclops, and here's this guy, you know, kind of like you know, I'm kind of getting in on that. <laughs> 
you know, even though he knew she was married and all this stuff. So hundred percent, a hundred percent. So that's part so of the reason just why as much a creep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. He is. That's part of the reason why I hate a Wolverine. He's always trying to steal Cyclops's woman. Yeah. So not a yeah, fan. You do know that when, uh, uh, to, when we put this episode up, we got to do something with that very infamous meme of Wolverine holding the picture. We got to put something, we got to do something with that. That might be, that might be our cover photo, our, 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 our episode picture. It's but, be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a beefy personal history. And I, you know, I, I think it's important for us to share that. It's, it, yeah. it's easy to like certain characters. It's easy to like your Spider-Mans, your, your Batman, Superman's Wolverines, Hulks. I get it. Um, but the, the reason why we're doing this episode is because we love Cyclops so much. So we, yeah. we felt that was important, but um but without further ado, let us get into the publication history of oh, the history, so to speak, of one Scott Summer. Surrender, mutant. Of course. Not. All right, everybody. So Cyclops, a.k.a. Scott Summers, made his debut in the very first X-Men comic book all the way back in September 1963. He has a very fun um, interesting background. All right. Uh, him and his brother were on a flight with his, uh, with his parents it, him and, um, Alex, who obviously becomes havoc. They were, uh, yeah, they were, a, they run a plane and, and it crashed and the parents died and they were in a coma for some time. And, uh, you know, they became separated, but, uh, this, this, this plane crash helped really activate the, uh, it, it helped activate Scott's powers, right? Um, it it made, but it made it the, the problem was that it made it kind of you know uncontrollable, so to speak. But uh, you know, seeing this, seeing that he just had these you know blasts just come out of his eyes, Professor Xavier, uh, you know, starting to recruit for his X Men, um, X Men, and just just Mutant Academy to give these place these kids uh, somewhere safe to be. Uh, sees the case and he's, he develops him into to being the leader uh, of the X Men, which is uh, which is which is really really cool. So um, Cyclops was actually created by Stanley and Jack Kirby, um, and you know of course he's been a big big time deal. Stanley actually loved Cyclops. He's one of, he's one of his favorite X Men. The other one, Lee loved Beast. He loved Beast. But the, the fascination with Cyclops was that he loved tortured heroes, right? You know, tortured heroes, people who have every reason in the world to be villains and uh, and but but choose to, to be on the good side, the side of good. And, uh, yeah, he, he was tortured because he couldn't control his power, obviously. Um, he was originally just nicknamed Slim, Slim Summers, but they uh, they actually gave him a nickname, uh, a real name and called him Scott. And uh yeah, he was he he had the reason why Xavier, you know, attached himself so much to to Scott was that he shared Scott's ideals or uh, he's he's excuse me, Professor Xavier seen a lot of himself in Scott as far as ideals with, um, you know, the relationships between mutants and humans, uh, amongst other things. And they had a very father son like um you know, re- relationship and it's, it's come to haunt him uh, a few times. He was, uh, you know, it, Scott's always been kind of one of those uh, people who cho- chose work over uh, business over pleasure. I think, I think, and um, 
cause them a lot of conflict. It's I mean, we all know how tough it is to be a leader in in this day and age, and it was like that in amongst the X Men, right? It, Cyclops was ordered to do something by Professor X, and and the guy some some a hole named Wolverine would disagree and punch him in the stomach or something, uh, you know, because he disagreed with it. I, that's just kind of uh, that's that's kind of what happened, but uh, but yeah. So th- I mean, throughout his history, just a uh, you know just featured heavily in the X Men. Eventually, in the I think it's late eighties, they uh, they broke off eighty uh, six. 1986, the uh, the original X Men, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Beast, Iceman, and Angel um, broke off and became X Factor, which was really cool. Uh, I love their X Factor costumes. I don't know if you remember those, but this is the one where uh, where they had, Scott had the uh, I think I think it was the the blue with the white X going across it. Do you remember this one at all? Yes, yes. I had the toy. I had the action figure. If you push the button on the back, his eyes light up. I had that for yeah. a long time. Yeah, I, de- I I never had that toy, but I was very jealous. I was looking for it, and never was able to find it down here. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 pretty surreal. So after that, yeah, the X Factor run, and then eventually uh, coming back to the fold with uh, you know, the, the, the they kind of like an A and B team, X Men, or they call them like the blue, like X Men, like a blue team and uh, and a gold team or something like that, and. Uh, it, X-Men was really cooking at this point in time. All right. They, they had two X-Men runs. They had uh, just the, the, just the, uh, the, the, they had uncanny X-Men and astonishing X-Men. Uh, so they knew they had a lot going on. This is X-Men really hitting peak popularity. Astonishing. Here. Is that the, who wrote that? Uh, let's see. Is me... that, um, I'm blanking on his name. That's Joss Whedon. Yes. Uh, I have that omnibus as well. Okay, and I know he's uh, Just Whedon is not the greatest person, no. Uh, but <laughs> that book is great. <laughs> it is no it, that, that that was a cool one. I mean, how cool is it that you can have two? I mean, I guess it makes sense because the Avengers at that time were doing their reg- regular Avengers, and they had like West Coast Avengers. So it affects men's going to be held in the same regard at, at that point in time. You might as well just split them up. But um, but yeah, he had a he had a couple a couple uh he was actually in both actually that's that's what i'm gathering here psychos wolverine gambit psylocke rogue and beast is a blue team yeah, uh, also that, side note i hate to keep keep you uh interrupting you but, no you're good uh i just looked up and i need to sell that omnibus because it's going for some good money now is it <laughs> yeah uh i didn't realize it was doing that great i paid like 50 bucks for it and it's about four times that worth now Woo! <laughs> so, uh, Papa's going to roll in some money. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read it one more time and then I'll sell. That's what I'll do. <laughs> you should. Yeah. I, I highly agree with that, but, um, but yeah, so Cyclops is really getting the, getting the, getting the push brother um, here in <laughs> <laughs> here for the X-Men staying, staying relatively busy. And, uh, but you know, his, his history becomes a little muddled as, as you kind of go further and further into the nineties, a couple of cool story, you know, a couple of cool storylines here and there, but uh, other than that, it was, it was it was starting to really become the the Wolverine era, and that's when I started to get turned off by X Men. <laughs> I it, like it 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 really like ugh, ugh, it did. Um, eventually, you know, eventually he he kind of found himself back in the fold as a leader. I think, you know, mid two thousands, they really started honing in on him. Uh, you know, as as being like a a popular character again, even though he was never. 
mainstream as 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 Wolverine. They still had him in as is uh, a pretty po- you know popular character. He opted. I know during the Civil War storyline, uh, which was pretty big. You know, it was, it, they had their own little side deal, but like Scott didn't want them want the X Men involved in it. So uh, so that was you know that, that was kind of neat as a leader. But uh, I mean, that's kind of his his publication history in a nutshell. Comic book, you can't hit everything. Uh, <laughs> You know, when it comes to comic yeah. books, because they're so, it, it, there's nothing so linear much. about them anymore. There's not no. a thing linear about them anymore. So, uh, but, but yeah, so Cyclops, long, muddled, crazy history, but that's his publication history in a nutshell. Obviously, you know, it is, his character's grown, it's still around. And I'm hoping with, uh, you know, with phase four, they're talking about possibly introducing the X Men, maybe in this, as far as the MCU goes. Uh, maybe even in phase five, but I am ready for a proper, uh, a proper Cyclops live action. Who do, who do you think they'll get to play him? Oh man, because that's that. one thing Marvel's been really good at it's casting. I gotta find this dude. I get. I think it's Jensen Eccles. Yes, uh, from Supernatural. From Supernatural. Yeah, I think oh, he has man. a look for it. I think he has a look for it, and he's a good actor. Uh, he's I'm a fantastic board. actor. On board for that. On board. That's. That's the best one I've heard. I love yeah. that idea. Do you, you never heard that? One? I, I've I've seen that creep up a couple times. Listen, I liked James Marsden. I thought yeah, he, he wasn't looked bad. like it, but again, the usage of him. Yeah, the that wasn't his fault. No, like, I thought I thought his acting was was good, and I liked him as a Cyclops, but he just was you know pretty much used as a laughing stock for Wolverine in those movies at, at best. Yeah, that's the uh, the sad and unfortunate truth with all that. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Ty Sheridan? Before we get ahead, what do you think of the Ty the Ty Sheridan one? I know it was a little bit less hyped, I guess, but uh, uh, what would you think of that last version of Cyclops for live action? I thought at least he got to do a little bit, <laughs> and I thought uh, he wasn't bad. Honestly, any of the actors I've seen play him haven't been bad. Like I've, I haven't blamed any of the actors for. Uh, for my lack of uh, love of Cyclops in the movies. Right. Because I don't think it's any of their fault. It's just how that character has been written in those, uh, you know, but I, th- I really, really, really would love for Ackles to get that. That would be so cool. And um, man, that would be awesome. I would, I would love that. Uh, make it happen, Marvel. Please. <laughs> Seriously, please. That's like one of my dream castings right now yeah. is for him to get that role 100%. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of his history in a, uh, in a nutshell. Let's get into uh, the Matt Stats portion of this show. You wouldn't hit a man with glasses, would you? So, take them on. Stop! All righty, everybody. So uh, let's start off with his powers and abilities. So uh, I know it's not so much a numerical, a, a numbers thing, but it's always kind of cool to admit, uh, to discuss this. So uh, for those who don't know, Cyclops, he emits beams of energy from his eyes, described as optic blasts, which uh, which are red, and they deliver massive concussive force. What a concussive force is essentially uh, like a grenade, a concussion grenade, stuff like that. It's a, it's a big, it's a very powerful blast. Um, so how he developed the power actually comes from, he, he's like a solar panel. Okay. Uh, every, uh, everybody, 
Uh, what the hell's going on here? All right. So, uh, yeah, he's like a solar panel. He, his cells absorb solar energy and they use the energy to, uh, you know, to, to, to use that. It, it creates an opening, so to speak, to another universe in front of his eyes and the beams fire from these openings. Uh, they cause no recoil or heat, which is actually pretty sweet. You know, you can just kind of stand there and just, yeah. I'm going to blow beams out of my eyes and not be overheated. Um, so he's obviously more powerful than any gun, which I never. Do you remember that the toy biz toy came with a gun? Do you remember that? Yes. No, that I was don't, weird. Why I, would I he need that? I, I, did, I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know why. I still don't know why. It's absolutely maddening. But um, <laughs> but yeah, just, so he's like it, it very. I mean, obviously a very dangerous weapon, uh, essentially. But, uh, yeah, the beams can constantly emanate from his eyes and voluntarily can only be stopped by his own eyelids or by shielding his eyes with his world is his famous Ruby quartz uh, glasses or visor. Uh, the glasses are always cool. I, I think that that's what I liked about him was the, the, the red. The red glasses always pop for me. They always yeah. stood out. And I think Daredevil was the only other one to wear red glasses in comic books, I think. Okay. But um, he's the only one I can think of. He's the only one, right? But uh, yeah, the, so the beams that like when a mutant gets their powers, it's usually out of stress or something like that. It uh, you can never really explain why the what the powers are, but it's 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 they they say that the beams are because of I mean his childhood trauma, I guess uh, affecting the brain and I mean I don't know I I don't even know how to use science science lead you know describe that using science I really don't. But, uh, but, but yeah, so he can't really, um, they, well, he can manipulate them different ways, whether it's, uh, depending on, you know, his eyewear, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, some other, you know, he can, he can very switch up with width, heat, uh, height and intensity. Uh, again, that's something that we've seen in the very first X-Men movie when he was adjusting the side of his visor to, uh, to, uh, to to shoot, uh, depending yeah. on you know how he spin, which is kind of a pain in the ass if you think about it. And you're in the middle of battle, and like, oh, I gotta spin my my thing and, and then shoot off. But uh, well, it's because it could easily kill somebody if he's. Well, I know before. that's that is yeah. true. It, it, I guess it is just a lot that goes before shooting the eyes off. But I guess yeah. it, that that comes with it. Uh, he has pierced the skin of the blob with his beams, which is actually pretty uh, impressive. He can drill through the trunk of a log, and uh, he's blasted through walls of very hardened buildings and he's blown the top of mountains off. So uh, pretty, pretty impressive. Iron Man actually measured his force beams one time, his eye beams, and uh, they were almost two gigawatts and two gigawatts is about half the peak power output of uh, the Dole nuclear power plant. So that's, uh, yeah, that's a lot. He's got a lot going on. (laughs) Uh, He actually knocked at one point uh, Cyclops used the optic blast and knocked Thor's hammer from his hand. So that's that that's something. Uh he's also immune to his own beams, his eye, yeah. his own eye beams, which is uh, you know, and I think Havoc isn't Havoc also immune to them, I believe. I believe so as well. That's that's yeah. yep, Scott they're, they're immune to each other's powers. Correct. Yep, he's immune to uh his uh, Havoc's energy and yeah, so that's uh that's that's a pretty neat thing. Scott's also been able to absorb Storm, uh Storm's lightning bolts when she casts lightning bolts. So uh so that's that's a little detail there that I actually did not know of. But uh, 
but he also has, you know, several just, just normal skills. He's got good spatial awareness. So he'd actually be a good golfer. Uh, he can, <laughs> that he, he has, uh, because of the trauma that happened to him, he can see like angles really well. Uh, and, and like it, like that sort of thing, which actually helps his, um, you know, helped his ability to shoot his, his optic blast. Uh, he's actually been able to, his reflexes and spatial awareness have actually helped him predict the position of Quicksilver and North star who are both superhuman speed characters and hit him with the optic blasts. So yeah, he's, he's a really good tactician. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. he's an expert hand to hand combat too, I believe. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, good pilots. And, uh, and obviously because of his relationships, he's always, he, he's, you know, with, with Gene Gray and, and Emma Frost, he's actually trained himself to, uh, to be, to have telepathic shielding. So, um, so that's another little, uh, ability there, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of it for Scott. Uh, as far as stats go, I did want to read off a couple X-Men stats for you all, um, Let's see some comic book stats or should we start off with the movies? So, cause I don't know how many times we're going to get to talk about the X-Men. So the best selling uh, X-Men movie is technically Deadpool two <laughs> <laughs> who actually did the X-Men way better than, than the X-Men movies did. Uh, but the actual specific best, best uh, selling X-Men movie was days of future past, which came out May 23rd, 2014 with a worldwide box office of $747 million. Um, yeah, struggles, but yeah, Deadpool two, the, uh, the best selling one, uh, of course, and X-Men number one, I did want to read this one off before we move on, uh, X-Men number one, which is the very first parents of Cyclops. It, uh, it sold 12, 12 cents back in the day, 12 cents back in the day. And I just had it yeah, <laughs> at the very, at the very least. What? Oh, here we go. So a, a 9.6 grade is the highest that they've been able to find. And that's valued at $1.15 million. <laughs> so, um, so there is that, but, uh, but that's it from the match stats portion of the show. I couldn't find a whole lot of numbers on Cyclops, but I'm sure we're going to get a lot of goodies here with, uh, with Johnny's. Did you know? We baked okay, it now down. all this is from the comics, but uh, because this is our show, we're going to act like this is real life. <laughs> <laughs> so just know that. Uh, like Matt was saying, originally Cyclops could absorb sunlight and then he would expel that energy out through his eyes. And that's kind of where his optic blast came from. But they changed that once they realized that they really kind of limited him. You know, what if it was just cloudy one day? Like he's cloudy, he's, use- he's useless. Uh, <laughs> so that's when they added this stuff from the other dimension. Uh, but they, but they haven't really gone into detail about that, so you don't really truly know. No, you don't. Uh, you kind of alluded to this too. Cyclops has an expert level knowledge of trigonometry uh, and space awareness. I like that use of the term. So he's able to like blast, like he's able to bounce his optic blast off stuff. Uh, think of it kind of like a you know playing pool. You know, you got to bounce it around the corners to to hit stuff sometimes. Oh yeah, uh, he could be a really good pool shark. Like oh for sure, yeah for sure. <laughs> Um, during the age of apocalypse, and I definitely remember this, uh, Cyclops got in a fight with Wolverine and this was a pretty epic fight because not only did Cyclops become a real Cyclops when Wolverine took his eye out, one of his eyes out, 
So now he's an actual Cyclops. But Cyclops blew off one of Wolverine's hands. Love it. Uh, and that's saying something because, you know, Wolverine is just full of, I never pronounce this word right. So please uh, help me. Please say it. Ad, adamant, adamantium. <laughs> Adamantium. 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 Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Say that one more time. Say 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 what you said. Adamantium. No, 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 no. I can't. (laughs) Don't you say say me. You say it. (laughs) Uh, And that, of course, in comics is considered one of the strongest metals ever. And the fact that Cyclops blew off his hand is pretty impressive. Uh, This is one of my favorite things. Man, and I can't believe I didn't know this. But one time in the comics, the FBI forced the X-Men to disband. They weren't able to be a superhero team anymore. And so the our heroes had to get jobs. <laughs> Do you know? I did not know this. Do you know what job Cyclops got? No. <laughs> I'll never guess it. Let me try. Um, cashier? No, no, much uh, nothing wrong with cashiers. We need them, of course. But no, he became an amazing DJ. What? He has no personality. How? <laughs> How? I don't know, but I want to. I really want to. We got to find uh, this book. Yeah, we got to find it for sure. All right. And so my last note, of course, is let's talk about X Men 3. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The worst superhero movie of all time. I don't care. What other superhero movie you bring up that you think is you want to bring up Catwoman? Uh, sorry, at least Halle Berry's in it, you know, uh, and she's awesome and very attractive. So that that one gets a pass for me. Uh, but you're going to sit here and tell me that you're going to take X Men Three and you're going to take the storyline that everybody's been waiting on to see in, in action. You know, the Phoenix Force. Everybody's waiting on this. And you're going to kill off a character who's a major part of it. Off screen, by the way. Off screen. And near the very beginning. How much screen time did he have in that movie, do you think? Uh, I mean, less than two minutes. Like, as far as actually being physically on screen, I would give it less than two minutes. Yeah. And the only reason you even know he's gone is they find his visor, and that's it. Yep. Right. I was like, oh, man, there's still a chance. No. Nope. Nope. No. And then they go off and uh, I think Professor X also dies in this movie. He does. Uh, yeah. Jean Grey right. kills off Giant Patrick Stewart. Alerts. Yeah. And he, he comes back in later movies. Yeah. Of course. Because I knew that movie was garbage and then he did to pretend it didn't happen. Because <laughs> uh, it, it became all about Wolverine and Jean Grey, which was never the actual storyline. Very angering to me. This is giving me indigestion right now. <laughs> <laughs> when I I went with friends to see it, I was very excited to see this. And I went with friends. And the minute that that happened, my I, I remember this because my jaw dropped. And the only thing that I can compare this to is I wasn't alive for this, but I'm assuming it was very similar when people found out that JFK had been assassinated. <laughs> Just that moment of shock, you know, and my jaw dropped and I couldn't believe that this was happening. This was a travesty. And I was so angry that I've never seen that movie again, but I couldn't walk out because I paid for it. 
Oh, I was there and I was there with friends. So I couldn't just walk out. What was I going to do? I didn't drive there. Uh, I rode with people. So I just stood there and watched the rest of it. And I was just hate watching it. I was hate watching it, Matt. My, if, if you were a doctor and you were sitting here and you took my blood pressure right now, it would be through the <laughs> roof. They'd be like, you got to calm down, son. Uh, yeah, I like I like come on. And I've talked about it, I think, with you before, either on, on a recording at some point or not. But, you know, I, like this is I'm like, this has got to be his his big shiny moment. Right. They barely used him in 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 X2, which is a great which I think is one of the better of the early X-Men movies. Yeah. They hardly used him. And man, you're doing the Phoenix saga. you got to have Cyclops. He's got to be a major player in this. Yeah. Nope. 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 No, not let's give, let's give you Jackman and, and Wolverine the push brother. Uh, oh my God. It's so, and uh, yeah, I stood up. I, when I, when I realized he was done, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I have no interest. In, I don't care about your, your crappy rendition of, colossus i don't care about wolverine you it's just not doing it for me like at all this is this is terrible this is not good at all yeah now i do know in real life archangel oh my god they used angel they used angel and they didn't use him they used him but they didn't use him like what are you doing oh my god (laughs) we're gonna do an x-men three episode where we just tear it down (laughs) i okay i'm gonna make this proposal matt for a very special episode of retro pop me and you have to watch X-Men 3 and discuss it. We could probably do it where we watch it both at the same time I think and record our this. reactions to it. Uh, I just, think we should do this. Do like live commentary over it, maybe? Yes. Yeah, like a, move, think, a watch along. Yep. Yeah, I think we should do this. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I literally have only seen it that one time in a theater and I refuse to watch it again. So <laughs> I think we should do this for the fans. They Let me see a- if I can set this up. Maybe next weekend. You want to try okay. next weekend? Hey, let's do it. Okay. Uh, but it'll be a, a hate watch. We'll call it the hate watch of the century. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's going to be bad. X-Men 3. Um, let's see if we still hate it. And uh, spoiler alert, I already know I will because I'm very nice <laughs> against it. Uh, yeah, I was so angry about that. Because, you know, uh, coming from, you know, when you start liking a character, you look into his history, his history in the comics and stuff. And you're like, man, he's such a major part of the Phoenix saga. Uh, he's very important to it. He heck he's kind of the reason that gene gray realizes and becomes back out as gene gray over the phoenix force you know is because she loves scott summers and but no they're like well what we'll do instead is we'll have wolverine uh tell her that he loves her and kill her instead let's do it that way i'm sorry gene (laughs) gene <laughs> so we'll do that instead. That's a good good idea, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's do that. I'm here for it. Yeah. So uh stay tuned. Matt and I will do a very special episode of Retro Pop where we uh, we'll do it audio and visual. Maybe we'll do it both audio and visual. We will do something a little extra. uh You know, t- twisting your arm a little bit to go like our Facebook page. So oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do maybe we'll do that. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, so that's all that I have for Johnny's Digi Nose. Uh let's talk about Cyclops's 
that's always a weird word, right? When a word ends with S. Like, I hate it. Psychopsis. I, I write, I try to write, I do some like professional writing and stuff uh, a little bit. And I don't, I have to ask my editor, like, what do I do? And I feel like it changes every time, but yeah, it really, I hate it. I hate it. I hate Stupid. it too. So, well, what is uh, Cyclopsis uh, <laughs> uh, part in pop culture today? Leave him alone, sinister. Your fight is with me. Ah, my body. This is impossible. So, you like playing God with mutants' lives? Well, just keep away from my friends. Ah! All right. Yeah, so Cyclops is the redheaded stepchild of the X-Men. Uh, so to speak, it's it, it's sad. It's depressing that this character who was, you know, Harold, like, I don't think I've ever seen a leader character of a group fall from grace so hard in in pop culture lore. Like even like you go back to the early days, of the Avengers, right? Yeah. Cap, Thor, Iron Man. I mean, Cap was the, the de facto leader. Iron Man was a leader. It's, you know, all these characters have all stayed mainstream, like super popular. But yeah, even some- in other even in other ones, like Leonardo from the Turtles, right? Right. Always always stayed steadfast you know the fantastic four mr fantastic i mean yeah we're gonna get a little shot in the arm for him and you know in in phase four at some point with the new fantastic four movies but you know you, you i mean but for some reason cyclops has always been uh expendable which i've i've never grasped like if the mcu doesn't use cyclops right i'm gonna be furious like i i would like i like that's this is i mean this Talk about X Men Three Last Stand. This is this is Matt Johnson's last stand with the MCU and X Men. Like if yeah. they don't do it right, I am never going to get a good per- live action portrayal of, of Scott Summers. We're not. It, it, that's the only thing. And I, I think I like to think that they will. They've done a good job at at honoring the the lore and popularizing characters that are maybe not so popular. And I think if you're going to do X Men, you have to go with the original cast to start it off, right? The original group. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with not throwing Wolverine out there uh, in, in X Men number one, uh, the first X Men movie. I'm perfectly okay with that, but uh, but he has a really diehard following of fans. Like we talked about at the top of the show, it's either you love him or you hate him, and those who do love him, they hold him in very high regard. There's there's you know they're clamoring. Hey, we want our li- a good live action Cyclops and. Uh, Legit, the second I hear somebody say, and I did this with you, somebody say that Cyclops is their favorite X-Men, my eyes light up. And I'm like, okay, I could talk to this person about Yes, y- yes. That's the truth. Because <laughs> I can't, I mean, my wife, she rips on me. She's like, what do you mean? You're like, Cyclops, he's the worst X-Man. I'm like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. I would never I'm- tell her to shut up, per se, but I just said that in my head. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or else like, I would can, not be alive to talk. whole theory. Yeah. Know? He's freaking powerful. <laughs> yeah. Wolverine's the best. Oh, get out of here. Give me my divorce papers right now. Uh, <laughs> I will divorce. I will divorce. I will block anybody on social media if they come after Scott Summers. But um, but but yeah, he he's kind of been just. It's a been a very unique, you know, usage of of Cyclops in, in comic book history, and, and across all forms of media too. So I just I hope that you know we're, we're looking at this five year, looking at this episode five years from now, and. And he's right back up there where he was in the early nineties. Um, when, when Jim Lee, you know, designed that 
beautiful costume that was teased in X at the end of X-Men apocalypse and then never used for X-Men dark Phoenix. That's a whole nother rant. I can go on to um, Johnny. Uh, what, what, what you, where does Cyclops lie in pop culture history for you? I agree with everything you just said. Uh, I'm hopeful that with the MCU versions of the X-Men coming soon, that he will finally get the treatment. He, I feel he deserves. And I think, I think that they will, uh, you know, I'm quite hopeful because overall they've done some, a good job on the characters that I already love, uh, you know, uh, you know, Iron Man I always liked Iron Man, but they made me love Iron Man, you know, right. Uh, I always liked, well, I always loved Spider-Man and I thought they did Spider-Man justice, uh, you know, just for examples, uh, for sure. Know, so, uh, I'm very hopeful for this. And I think it says something when I'm trying to think back on the, on the other teams that we have in pop culture that I've loved. And mm-hmm. it's rare that I like the leader. Like I always like, you know, like Ninja Turtles, I'm a big Raphael guy. I'm not a Leonardo guy. I love, I mean, I love right. all four of them. We literally just Raphael talked about my... this last week about with yeah. Luigi being a sidekick character. Yeah. yeah. So those are the ones I usually gravitate toward. But for whatever reason, that's not the case in X-Men. I'm a big time Cyclops fan. And uh, you know, I am ready, chomping at the bit for him to finally get some good recognition. If they cast Eccles for one, that would make me happy day one. Uh, but even if they just do him some justice and let him be as awesome as I know he is, I am I am down for that. And uh, I'm very excited about the possibilities. So I do think, well, the X-Men in general right now are kind of, they're, I think everybody's kind of waiting on the MCU with them. Yes. So they're kind of in a holding pattern. It feels like they're a little cool. They're cooling off a little bit. Yeah. But I think the second, the second that any of these movies have an ending opening, an ending credit scene that even hints at the X-Men, they're going to come back full force. So, uh, and that's when Cyclops, I think will pop right back up. I'm very excited for that. And I honestly just, uh, I can't wait. Bring a Cyclops, man. Cyclops, uh, I'm trying to you listen real quick. Top three X Men, Cyclops by far number one for me. It's not even close. Uh, Nightcrawler, I got to throw in there because oh cool. god, yeah. Hey, see, Matt, this is why me and you are married. <laughs> Nightcrawler, I used to have his action figure, and that was one of my favorite ones. Oh, yeah, my he's god. so freaking cool, so freaking cool. And then, like, I'm trying to think who my third one would be because I, I do like a lot of them, but I'm trying to think who would be my favorite. What about you? Do you have a top three? I mean, uh, yeah, Cyclops is number one for me. Number two. I probably have to put Gambit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'll do that. Yep. I, like I probably have to do Gambit two, and then and maybe Havoc three. Yeah. Nightcrawler is a top five for me, um, for sure. But yeah, I think I have to do Havoc at number three. There's just uh, there's been so many. There, there it's it, the X Men. I I probably should have looked up how many X Men characters there have ever been. But oh man, um, sweet Jesus, ridiculous list. I'm yeah. sure it is. I'm sure <laughs> it is. But yeah, that's that's probably how I would do it. So. But that is it, everybody. That is your Cyclops episode. We have one more superhero. Well, it's not even a superhero. Uh, well, depending on, on when you read his comic books. Uh, but we have one yeah. more comic character to uh, uh, to look into this month. Who, uh, who right. are we talking about? Yeah, next time we're staying in the Marvel U, and uh, he's about to show up in a movie, too, as well. Uh, very excited. He is by far my favorite Marvel villain, if you want to put him as a villain. He's very complicated, though I would say overall he's been a villain. 
so he's my favorite Marvel villain. And I, I'm trying to think if like, if we did a list, uh, I got to get on your list show again. We just just list our favorite villains in comics. Yes. Uh, I love that. Yeah. So let's do that one day. I'm throwing that out there. You can be on my season four opener when we come back in February. Okay. All right. Let's make it. Let's, let's, it's done. Uh, sign and seal. He's up there with Mr. Freeze for me as uh, a villain that I really, really, really love and want to know more about because he's just so fascinating and there's so much more to him. And the fa- and his portrayal in Spider-Man 2 to this day makes that one of my favorite superhero movies ever. And that, of course, is uh, Dr. Octopus. Very much looking forward to talking about him. Uh, this Doing these... Matt, doing these comic book characters is a lot of fun for me. I like those because I don't get to do that on panel discussion. I don't get to. We used to do it, but half-assedly. Uh, yeah. Not 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 like not in depth like this. I kind of don't hate coming back to this. Uh, I, I really don't. I, I wouldn't mind doing this another month of this in the future. This is. Uh, well, we, I think we definitely will because there's so many other characters that. I mean, we haven't even touched DC yet. I got something on the DC stuff. Right. I mean, yeah, the only one we did before was Batman. And yeah. uh, that was. That we was... did Ninja Turtles, and it, technically they're comics too. Yes. But... Yes, they are. That is true. Yeah, but that's it. So next time on Retro Pop, we're going to be discussing uh, Dr. Octopus. All right. Something to look forward to, everybody. We thank you so much for your support over the, the last month. And if you've been with us since the beginning or anywhere in between, uh, we thank you so much for that. Y'all are very like wonderful. It's it's really cool. We're proud of our numbers, uh, listenership, and I mean we're gonna do it with or without you anyways. Even if yeah. we gotta talk to ourselves, but it always helps to you know. Always good to know uh, that we have we have hashtag people. blessed. <laughs> hashtag blessed. Uh, we we certainly are. We appreciate every each and every one of you. So uh, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you right here in a couple weeks on retro pop gee i almost did it too i almost did that too <laughs>